Hi, I'm Dan, and if you're new to homebrewing, so am I. Welcome to my adventures in homebrewing. Hey everybody, it's Dan. It's that time once more to go around the world one more time and have a beer or two along the way. Thanks so much for coming out this week. Um, yeah, so let's say thank you to uh, Ryan Packmeyer for being on the show. Uh, I learned a lot about uh, <laughs> about barrel aging, even though it was short-lived. Um, but we will get back with him because I did say we were going to do a second part uh, with Ryan uh, about barrel aging and what we can do and what we can use the barrels for. But this week, what we're going to be talking about is, um, well, I'm moving. And my current home is up for sale. So if anyone in the auto region is looking to buy a house, please look at it. Look it out. I'll look it up. Um, but uh, the house that we're moving out to out in the country here in uh, in Hammond, Ontario, is uh, it has a heated two car garage. So I'm thinking about putting possibly. Well, I am putting my beer gear in there, but possibly upgrading to a newer system. So we're looking at possibly building a, a small uh brewery so we're going to talk about things that you're going to need to look at uh possible ideas and uh, and whatnot and what are some of the like maybe electrical requirements uh plumbing uh do you need drains and things you can do to get around that so uh stay tuned and uh let's hear from the guys from not only the brew tubers but also uh from uh from scarpman Scar laboratories Hey, it's Dan here one more time, and I'm happy to say that we are now, or should I say my podcast is now sponsored by Scarpen Laboratories, yeast production for the fermentation of the exceptional craft beer. Whether your kit is on the stovetop or in a commercial brew house, wholesale yeast and quality control for the profitable pro brewer, community engagement and education for the discerning home brewery. If you are a craft brewer and you love using quality yeast, then you really do need to check out Escarpment Laboratories. Dan here one more time to say thank you to the great people over at Brewer's Friend for the fantastic offer they have just given us. For all the new users of Brewer's Friend for their first year, you're going to receive 15% off. That's 50% savings on this great piece of software. And what is Brewer's Friend? Well, Brewer's Friend is a complete recipe designer, brew day planner, and journal. The details make the difference between an average batch of homebrew and a truly ex excellent brew that is repeatable. Brewer's Friend automates the details, guides you through the brewing process, and saves all the data. And how do you get all this fun stuff? Well, once you go in and you sign in and you go to sign up for Brewer's Friend and to get that 15% savings, you need to use the promo code PODCAST. That's all you got to do. When you sign up, type in PODCAST for the promo code and you will get 15% off. Again, thank you to the great people at Brewer's Friend for this and I'll see you on the other side. The BrewTubers online store has everything you need for your brewing apparel and gift idea needs with a growing selection of colors and sizes for hoodies, t-shirts, and caps. Stickers and magnets? Got them. Can holders and coffee mugs? We've got those too. Be the boss of your neighborhood and the envy of brewers everywhere when you flash that beautiful BrewTubers logo at your next local brewing competition. Want everyone to know you're a part of the brew world order? Strike a Superman pose with that BWO logo on your chest and make them all take notice. 
And if you haven't already, get over to our website at www.brewtubers.com and become a member. Then, just mosey yourself over to that BrewTuber store tab, click on it, and open the door to show the world you are a proud BrewTuber. Brew, record, post, repeat. So, uh, we are back, and uh, this week you get me. And only me. So <laughs> I hope you have, you're you're okay with listening to my voice. So um, with that said, so uh, like I was talking about earlier, is that uh, I'm moving out into the country. So I'm a small town kid. Uh, I grew up in a small town, New Brunswick, and uh, my wife is from a small town, Quebec, uh, in the eastern townships of Quebec. And uh, we both uh, ha- have always been wanting to move back out into the country. So we thought, you know, why not have a look around? We weren't really going out of our way to look for a house it just seemed to happen that we actually found the house of our dreams and perfectly in the right area that we want which is out in the country it's away from the noise and uh, the hustle and the bustle and it ticks all the boxes for the two of us and not only that but also ticks the boxes for not only for uh, our kids but also for our pets or our dogs because now they get room to run around they get you know space some peace and quiet nothing really to set them off and the kids get something uh, when they come home from uh, university somewhere just to decompress and end on wine and hang out with us and if they want they can have friends come out and there's room for them to go and hang out but the other cool thing about this is that not only do my wife and I both uh, work from home uh, I mean I work part-time in a brewery but I also uh, and, and as a beer guide but I also work part-time at home by doing my podcasting and a few other things here and there so but but my wife also has a small business so the bottom part of this house is completely finished and she's going to get that for her small business and to hang out with and teach classes and things like that for me my thing is is i'm getting the two the heated two-car garage so i'm going to be moving in there with all my beer gear so with that said I'm thinking about upgrading to maybe a three vessel system. And there's a wide variety of different systems out there. I mean, you've got SS Brutech, you've got, and I believe there's Anvil, Blickman, Spike. Um, my goodness, there's ones you can build yourself. Uh, like you can go out and get your, your kettles yourself, build them all uh, and, and whatnot. And they can range in prices from anywhere, say from $3,000 up to maybe $8,000. And that's, a, I, I think, a reasonable amount of money, for, especially for what you're getting. I mean, you can go bigger if you want to go into, say, like a possible nano system. But not only do you need the power requirements, but that's a lot more water that you're going to be using and and things like that. So where I'm at right now, or I should say where we're going right now, we're going to be uh, working off of a well system. So well and septic. So I'm not sure what the water profile is actually is because the water profile right now here in Ottawa, in the city of Ottawa, is actually really, really good. So there really isn't a lot of adjusting that you need to do unless there's something specific you're trying to do to your water. Um, so for me, um, I might have just to play around with it and see what happens. Um, now, 
looking at what I'm going to be doing or what I want to do, I need to look at possible electrical requirements. So some of the electrical requirements that are, that are needed are possibly a, a stronger panel uh, and also po and possibly looking at wiring in uh, a new panel. Fortunately for me, the new house, uh, the garages has its own 200 amp uh panel in it so I can add, and plus there's already wiring and everything else in there so in that case I'm good to go but if you're looking at doing this you need to look at normally uh, how much is going to cost what is required where is it going to go because you need to think you've got to wire this thing not only to your power meter or your, your meter for your electrical meter for your home uh, but you need to look at the cost of getting an electrician to do it you need to look at the cost of materials and you also need to think well Am I going to be using that much power to actually make beer? That's if you're using an electrical system. I mean, if you're using gas and things like that, you can easily get away with just your propane, a bigger propane uh, tank and a burner and go from there. But if you're doing electric like I am and you're trying to minimize the things that can go boom, which is a good thing for me because I am known to be accident prone. Um, so <laughs> you, you, you're going to want to make sure everything is done right, certified and whatnot. Then you need to look at, uh, do I need a water supply into where I'm going? So in that sense, I'm actually kind of lucky because I'll have a tap that I can run a hose from and fill my systems. Now, I am looking at maybe seeing exactly where things are and, uh, and going from there. Because if I can put a permanent tap in, make my life a lot easier than running a hose. Um, then you gotta think, well, am I going to catch water? Am I going to recycle like the water from the, the wart chiller? Uh, am I going to have to maybe put in a, uh, a hood fan to catch all the steam and get it out and things like that. So for me, I don't want to have to spend more than I have to, because I'm kind of cheap that way. I admit it, I'm cheap. But I will invest in things that will make my life a little easier and save me some money down the road. So if I'm looking at uh, the like a three-tier system, Quite possibly, uh, I'm personally, because I, I, I use their fermenters, I like Spike. Um, so Spike Brewing is our phenomenal guys. They're out of Milwaukee. And, and they have a steam condenser lid that sits on top of their kettle when it's boiling. So you get to catch, excuse me, the steam in a bucket and get to reuse that water to actually uh, put it into your HLT and heat it up for cleaning and everything else. Same thing goes for uh, your uh, or chiller. Sorry, I was having a brain fart, kind of smelly. It happens. So you're, all that water you can collect and reuse it again. So I'm thinking about leaning towards a 20 gallon spike system 
with the tri-clamp fittings, the pumps, and the double panels. Why the double panels? Well, the double panels mainly because while one is controlling, can, well, both can control everything, but while one is actually working uh, the actual boil kettle, the other can be talking to the actual HLT and getting that water back up to temperature and reducing the amount of time that you have to have when it comes time to be cleaning. So now, if you don't want to go that route, you got to look at, well, if I'm in an enclosed space, I need to look at things like, hmm, how am I going to get all this steam or moisture out of my brewing environment? Well, there's a couple of things you can do. One, if you're in a garage, open garage door up during the summer, open a, open the garage, uh, another, if you have an, like a side door to it, open that up, let circulation come through and get it out. But if it's during the winter time and you want to stay warm, what are you going to do? Well, obviously that door is going to be closed and you're going to have to have a way to vent all that moisture out so you're not causing damage to the inside of your home. You're going to need a hood or a vent hood of some sort. So then you're going to need to look at how big you're going to need. Uh, just one that you have for your kitchen may or may not be enough. Uh, so you might need a little bigger. Then you're going to look at the wiring for it. You need to look at how much it's going to cost to put a hole in the roof. How is it going to be supported? And also, how much is it going to cost for uh, your electrician to do all that? And a contractor and or a roofer to actually put the vent in. Because you're going through your roof of a garage. So those are some serious things you got to consider. Those are two solutions. Personally, I don't feel comfortable cutting holes in, in a roof, so I'm probably going to be going along the lines of getting the steam condenser lid for the three-tier system, which it automatically comes with now. There are people out there who tend to go a little bit on the crazy side and go really, really big. Now, there are a lot of nano systems out there. Uh, I believe they start at around, uh, I think, three barrels. So a barrel is, what, 113.2? So let's have a look here. I'm not the smartest tack in the box. So you're going uh, 113.2 times three. You're looking at 339.6 liters of beer that you're going to be brewing. Now, that's a lot of beer. I don't need to brew all that but brewing 20 brewing it in a 20 gallon uh system gives me a lot of options it gives me options not only to do some double batching doing some imperial brewing and also for uh if i want to just do uh, a single five gallon batch i have the space to do that now with my brewzilla that i have right now I can do single batches. I can't double brew, whatever else. I would have to do two brew days back to back to make it viable. And I really don't have time for that. So if I can make my life a little easier, why not? Another thing you might want to look at is, do you have a drain in the floor? Or am I going to need hoses to run somewhere so I can get the moisture or that liquid when it's when I'm cleaning or when I'm draining stuff away from the house. Uh, 
So you got to look, is there a drain? Can I just run whatever into the, into the drain? Can I put all the cleaning solutions down into the drain? Can I move things along? It's just things you need to consider because where I, here I am in auto, what I used to do is I used to run a garden hose down to a storm drain and run all of the water from uh, the wart chiller down into that. And then when it came time to actually be cleaning everything, they went down the actual uh, laundry room sink, like being the cleaners and everything else. So those are things you got to consider. Uh, I know I can't put down like cleaning solutions and things like down the storm drain. That's why I do it in the laundry sink. And you also got to think, do, do I need a sink inside where I'm working to make my life a little easier when it comes down time for uh, cleaning everything up? Now, the different systems that are out there, they, they vary in prices, left, right, and center. And you really got to think long and hard up on what you want to do. Now, when you're looking at something like this, at least what I think anyway, you got to look at your space. How big a space do you have? Well, I'm getting a two heated two-car garage, so I'm going to have space to move around. So I'm looking at putting a space in for all my gear or all my supplies, uh, a workbench, and also room for uh, my actual brewing stuff. So I'm looking at a space uh, like a hot side and a cold side. And then maybe during the summer, having some chairs and things like that out there in the garage and make it kind of comfortable and make it into a little bit of a pub and, uh, and go from there. But I'm not there yet. So another thing I'm going to have to consider, or at least I think I have to consider, and tell me if I'm wrong here, guys, is that I need to look. <sighs> I need to look at, uh, do I really need to do this? Uh, or am I better off uh, maybe getting a bigger all-in-one system? I can do double batching with that. Yeah. But I'm thinking along the lines of that, I'd like to get a little bit more experience, uh, like how we, how uh, the guys where I work at Stray Dog uh, brew on a three-vessel system. So the no not only do they have their HLT, they have their mash tun, and also they have their boil kettle. Then they have their heat exchanger, which is our wort chiller, and then they have their fermenters and their glycol chillers. And I, I pretty much have all that, just a small brewing system. Now, if you don't have, I think I've already talked about the 200 amp panel. Yeah. <laughs> I am I am so out of my depth depths when it comes to this. So I'm really interested in knowing what you guys think. Um, some of the things that I've been looking at, and like I've been looking at things like mills, I've been looking at can seamers, but I always seem to gravitate to getting a bigger system. I don't know why, I just do. And I think part of it is, is that I want to be able to share what I know better. Uh, with what I do and I want to be able to leave everything just set up I don't want to have to be constantly breaking it down and whatnot um, and yeah it's I think the idea of life being a little easier in a big garage uh, is is really appealing to me um, but I'm not sure what I'm going to do. So I guess I'm, what I'm really looking for is I'm looking for suggestions and ideas of what uh, a home brewery could look like if you have the space to do it. Um, 
I know, uh, was it Brian from Short Circuit Brewers uh, has a fantastic brewery in his basement and it's all wired up for video and YouTubing and things like that. So I'm thinking maybe of trying to do that as well. So any suggestions on how to do this would be great. Um, this is probably going to be a short, uh, a short episode guys, because I'm still researching on what I'm going to do and I'm trying to work out exactly what I'm going to need. So I do know on the electrical side, I'm good. I don't need to do anything other than maybe having an electrician come in to run some lines for some bigger uh, electrical outlets for a bigger system. But the panel's there. I don't have to worry about that. Uh, I might need to look at getting some, some more shelving. I may need to look at, well, how far away is uh, homebrew supply stores? It's Orleans and from Hammond's about half an hour. So it's not that bad. Um, but still it's a half an hour. Um, and yeah, I'm re I'd really like to know what I'm missing because I can't help but feel that I'm missing something. And it's not that I don't think I can do this. Um, it's more or less the more help you have in doing stuff, the better off you're going to be in the long run. And I think this would be something kind of cool if I can get your guys' input and then I can show you along the way how things go. So yeah, so I think that's going to be it for now, guys. So thanks a lot for coming along for the for the ride and a beer or two along the way. Uh, I'm Dan and uh, yeah, we'll see you on the other side. Mm -hmm.